everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Lots About Something podcast. Uh, This is the podcast where we, the Lots, always talk about something. And it's going to be good. It's going to be great. Hopefully, it's going to be entertaining. Hopefully, we're going to help your drive or your run or your walk or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, Hopefully, you're going to laugh a little bit. Thank you so much for coming in, stopping by and uh, take a, a couple minutes out of your day to uh, to let us be a part of it. Uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Chris, and I am, of course, joined by my lovely bride, Christy. Uh, how are you doing today, Christy? Doing good. <laughs> doing good. Like that pause right there? I did. You actually paused for, like, dramatization, I think. I think it was, was dramatization, right? right? I was trying to think, do they think I'm going to say it? Of course I'm going to say it. You were being a trickster. Uh, <laughs> Christy, I, I thought something was really interesting. Somebody somebody said something to you this week about the podcast. Um, and it's your story to tell, but I'll, I'll tell the version that I remember. Essentially, they said that they had never listened to the podcast. So shame, shame on them not getting a shout out. <laughs> but they also said that we've been posting like snippets on Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, those kind of things like that, and uh, different snippets of the podcast. And they actually said that they wanted to see more of Podcast Christie. Uh, That's a name in itself. Yeah, Podcast Christie. They're wanting to see more Podcast Christie. What, what do you think about that? You got to watch the podcast if you want to see Podcast Christy. That's true. I don't disagree with I, that. I just can't explain it. I, I get behind a mic and on a video screen and you just get it. You just go. You get what you get. You just go. It's yep. kind of like uh, it's kind of like your internal Barbara came out. Yeah, or, or Wanda or whatever. Something yeah. come out. Or Tina. We got all <laughs> kinds of personalities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? What a lot of people may not know is you actually in different seasons of your life, not because you have a multi-personality disorder, <laughs> you have played different characters. Like when we were children's pastors, uh, you had a character named Wanda, which is probably my favorite character. Yeah, I think a lot of people know Wanda. Um, that's probably my favorite character that you've played. And it, you do, you've got like theme music and she's always a, she's a hit. Yeah, she's always yeah. a hit wherever... Uh, wherever we go and actually other churches actually other churches have been like yo can wanda come to our vbs and hang out a little bit and so you'll go and be wanda yeah i've talked about having a facebook page for wacky wanda and then that's not a bad idea little kids love it for me to like if i could shout out to them for wacky wanda yeah, you know that's not so a, i think it's hilarious that's not a terrible idea um and then you have another alter ego that we know around our house as barbara um <laughs> i don't really remember it was a filter on something. snapchat yeah. or something like that and it was a girl that it was like a pink lady perm, <laughs> and one day just out of the blue you you did a little clip on Snapchat. It was hilarious, too. And it pops up every now and then, and we just laugh and laugh, <laughs> and, and we'll go around and, and do uh, do Barbara. So, yeah. Uh, so you have that personality. Now you're Tina. Yeah. And so, like, I think this is I, – I do think this. I do think that the podcast gives people – probably a more genuine side of who you are and your personality because you're so introverted when you're out in public 
Maybe it's because I'm at home. I'm comfortable. Yeah. You know. Just, yeah. No, just, I, I, I agree with that. I think that. And so mm-hmm. I like that. I like that they get to see a more true version of you. Now, um, you are not on the podcast running around telling people to take out the trash and put their dishes in the dishwasher, uh, which is also another real version of you. But maybe that maybe that's just for me. Maybe okay. that's just a side that I get to see. That's the wife side. Oh, the wife side. Okay. All right. So this is the podcast side and um and I get to I get to see the wife side. So shout out to that. Uh well, man, I am I'm really glad that everybody is here today on the podcast. This is Christy, this is episode twenty five. Can you believe that? That's great. It seems in one hand it really seems like we should have more episodes because we took such a long hiatus for like a, a year and a half or so. Um but on the other hand, it's kind of cool that it's we are at episode 25. That's half a 50. <laughs> yes, it is. And you say you don't know fractions all that well. I don't, but I was hoping that was right. <laughs> Otherwise, if not, you know, just keep going. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, uh, so if you didn't get the fraction right, you wanted to just, to just keep going, right? Just ignore it and keep going? Right. Okay. All right. I like it. Well, hey, listen, we got a, we got a great podcast for you. A couple things that we want to accomplish out I got a game that I want to play, but I don't think I'm ready. I think I'm going to hold off till next week. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. Okay. Um, but it's specifically for you. Oh no. And there's something else I want to say before we get into our get into our what's new segment. There is a girl, there is a family, it's a husband and a wife that are on TikTok. I need to show them to you. I can't remember their name. Um and for the record, I did say that I deleted TikTok and I did. But then I did put it back because I started wanting to put I started wanting to put clips on TikTok of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's a good reason or not, but I did re-download it. So but there is a um but I'll tell you what I did do. I did go to just the people that I follow mm-hmm. and that's more of a safe that is more of a safe um way. And I think that was your idea, actually. When oh I said, yeah. I just was thinking that yeah. it should do that, and you said they it's more did. More of a so. safe way, a more of a guarded way to see the content that I really want to see, as opposed to uh, anything else that could be on there. But there's a girl, man. I wish I could remember her name, and she reminds me a lot of you. And her husband always films her because she says she says funny stuff all the time, and she has like a very um, innocent perspective on life and it reminds me a lot of you and so i want to i wish i could really the whole me saying any of it is pointless because i can't remember the name but maybe i'll find it and i'll say it before the end of the day but okay anyway nonetheless hey let's get to what's new and so this is a segment that we like to do we like to do this every single time we do the podcast is uh like to give an update on what's new what's happening in our world uh, what's been maybe new since the last time that we did the podcast? So, uh, Christy, why don't you kick us off? What do you what do what do you have this new? What's new in your world? I had a couple things that's going on this week. Okay. Oh, okay. That's rare because normally you don't like what's new. I've had time to think about it. All right. What? Uh, give Give me something. What is it that um you say is new? So. When I was in school. Oh, wow. And I, a, that's not new, Chris. I had to do math. Okay. There were certain things in math that I just would not do. Fractions? No. Well, that was one of them. All right. But. You just wouldn't do it like you'd get I a I feel like, just, give, just give me an X by it. I, 
Just give me an X. So, hold on. So there are assignments in school. No, not were- the whole assignment. In math, I would do all of my math problems, but then I would get to word problems. Okay. And I don't like didn't like word problems then, and I discovered I don't like word problems now. Are you doing a lot of word problems? Well, Emma is taking Algebra 1, and... We, I love equations. Give me the equation part and I'll do it. But when you put it in a word form, it's very hard for me to put it in the expression that they want. So, okay. needless to say, me and Emma worked on word problems the other night to the point to where I was just about to tell her just... Did you want to? Did you want to say a bad word? No, just I just want to say, just put the thing up and ask the teacher about it because I... <laughs> So anybody out there that knows how to do word problems in algebra, and I I need help, just just give me a little thumbs up on Instagram this week so I can call you when Emma has a word problem and I don't know how to do it. All right, give me. A, do you remember any word problems like an example? I, I remember the word problem to a T. Okay. All and right. then I asked. I mean, I worked hard on it, and I. I asked him, I was like, Emma, did we get that word problem right? She's like, no, Mama, we didn't. And I just wanted to throw the book. All right, I'll be honest. Word problems are not something that I love either, but I would like to hear the word problem that you had to work on. So I'll tell you. So it's like Annie had four pair of jeans. Okay. Okay. And $3 off coupon for each pair of jeans and an $8 t-shirt. Okay. And the total equaled $92. Sounds easy. What's the word problem? It tells you what the answer is. No, we had to put it in an expression. We had to. Oh, we so had, you had to write out the expression and then tell how how much were the jeans. Okay. So then we ain't getting into it. It take too long. I was just trying to figure it out in my mind if I could if I could do that. I think I would have a hard time with that. Too, so, in all honesty. Yeah. Needless to say, if you're good at algebra. And I need a question on a word problem because normally I just would skip over the word problems because I don't really use a whole lot of word problems in life now anyway. But that was one of the what's new going on in my life. I got you. Okay. Um, I went to Kroger yesterday. All right. That's not new necessarily. We do that no, but week. But no bellboy was back. Wait, hold on a second. No bellboy was back. world famous no bellboy was back at Kroger. I was kind of disappointed. I was kind of disappointed, though. Why? Because I thought, as much as I know about No Belt Boy, I just knew he would remember me with all the joke telling. Okay. But I discovered I'm not the only person that No Belt Boy tells jokes to. Hold the phone. Hold up. He tells everybody jokes, (laughs) not just me. So that was kind of offensive. I was like... Oh, you don't remember me. You tell jokes to everybody. Okay. All right. How did you find out that he was telling jokes to everybody? Because <laughs> he said, do you want to know hear a Halloween joke? All right. And I was like, sure. I was like, do you remember telling, telling me jokes the other week? And he's like, and his response was not anything I was expecting. What did he say? It was like he, just the look on his face was like, uh, no. Like he tells jokes to everybody. So then I just said, oh, you tell funny jokes to everybody. He's like, yeah, I tell jokes all the time. So I was like. It, it disappointed you, did I was it? like, man. You really thought you would I thought I made an a, impact on No Bell Boy. Yeah, you thought you had a connection. But we don't. So do you think that's because after we after we talked about No Bell Boy on the podcast last time, a couple episodes ago, do you think that's because 
he got famous and got too big for his britches. No, I mean, of course, I, I'm sure no belt boy knows that we have this conversation each week about no belt boy. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he knows. He you know. he listens. He's a listener. He's one of the six <laughs> listeners that we. have. I need to tell him about it. We need to make little cards and say here. You need to listen to this, buddy. We're you're on there. Yeah, you you are a star and didn't know it. That's true. There are six people that know about you that did not know, and they look and forward the to six hear the listeners of this podcast, <laughs> and they want to hear about No Bill Boy when I come in contact with him. Yeah. All right. So I got to hear the joke. Do you remember the joke? I have he two jokes. You? He told you two jokes. Two Halloween jokes. All right. All right. Give it to me. He said, "How do you fix a broken jack o' lantern?" I don't know. With a pumpkin patch. <laughs> That's pretty good. It That's was. pretty good. No, no bellboy is bringing the heat with the jokes. I like it. And it's in season. He's right around the no, season he, Yeah, time. no, he's got, he's in line. Like he said, pumpkin spice came out. He brought out the pumpkin jokes. Yep. I like it. Do you and remember the other joke yeah, he told he you? Said, um, what kind of dessert do ghosts eat or ghosts like? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I said booberry cobbler. Okay. And his response was, ha, ah, that's so close. And I was like, is it? <laughs> and he was like, booberry ice cream and whatever. But I knew it had something to do with booberry. What are the chances that we could ever get No Belt Boy on the podcast? Is there know. ever a chance that we could get him on the podcast? I'm I one like of those people that on here. like to talk about things, but. That are funny, but, but you don't want to put any action to it. Like, I don't know if I would ever say. So I you could. wouldn't want No Belt Boy to come to our house, which is where we record the podcast, and be a part of the conversation. I don't know how <laughs> he may bring a lot of good content, or he may just look here. I really want everybody to see. He now, may think we're trying to kidnap him, or we're making fun of him, and I would never want him to think that. Okay. So right. no, I don't know if I could All ever right, do so, that. So we're not giving an invite out to no belt boy anytime soon. No, I was just letting everybody know he's still alive. Still around. That is good news because we were wondering for a little bit if no belt boy was still around. And so that, that is good news. Yeah. So another thing that's happened is I was laying on the couch last night. Okay. And my hair was really long. And I just decided to do something crazy. Uh-oh. And I texted Emma. And I said, Emma, you want to help me cut my hair? Ooh, hold on. Emma, who is our 13-year-old daughter. I had full trust that she'd do a good job. So if you're looking, if you saw me today at church, you saw that my hair was not as long. And she cut. I don't do very well with inches, but she cut about that much. It was a good bit. It was a good bit. Yeah. Now, I do have a question. And for I loved you. it. She did a great job. I'd let her do yeah, it again. Yeah, she actually really did a a good job. So, I mean, it wasn't a professional job, but I don't want to spend twenty dollars for a thirteen-year-old kid who has never cut hair, who's cutting a grown woman's hair. She did a really good job. Well, we're on a budget to get the jeep fixed, so I wasn't yeah. paying somebody twenty to thirty to forty dollars to cut my hair when sixty, but okay, when I could just have somebody cut my hair straight across. And I hardly ever wear it down. Anymore, All right, so. I do have a question though. Why did you? Why did you ask Emma? Like, why would you not? Ask me. I'm a I'm a grown man. Like you know, you know that question. I know the I know the oh, question. You, I'm no, you know the, the answer. You know the answer. You don't trust me. Let's Is that just the answer. Let's just say gingerbread scissors <laughs> and a very bad mistake. So we won't ever do that again. 
right, you, you know, it. you know. You, all right, let me. Right, how long ago was that, Christy? It's been. It was long enough. We lived. We still lived in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, you come to me and you say, "Please cut my hair," and I said, "I don't want to." <laughs> right. And you said, "Please cut my hair," and I said. Please don't make me do this. I don't want to cut your hair. I'm going to mess it up. True. And you said, just do it. Basically, you made me cut your hair and I didn't want to. So you have to understand, my hair is really thick and it grows really fast and it gets really long. So there's those. I don't understand that. I the same. There's those moments that I just get very frustrated with it. And I'm like, you know what? Who's around the house today? Who can I ask to cut my hair? So it's not a matter of trust. It's a matter of availability. Now, Emma asked, why don't you ask Dad? And I was like, no, I, I trust that you can do a good job. I showed her how much I wanted, and she went with it. And it'll grow back really fast. So going back to when I I did it. You, when you made me cut your hair. Didn't I go get it fixed after that? <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I think I had to go and get someone to fix it because it was, it was jacked up. So it bad. it was really bad. It was like it was like on a really bad yeah. slant. I did tell her. I said, listen, Emma, when you do cut it, go straight across. Yeah. Don't go up. I'd rather you go down. Because that's easier to fix. I think it ended up getting shorter than you wanted because oh, yeah. I cut it. Oh, I cut it oh it was bad. It went up. Yeah, so that was something else new with me. Yeah, so. that was, uh, well, good. I'm glad that you are happy with your haircut. Um, and in all honesty, I'm happy that you didn't ask me to do it because I would not want it, wanted to do that again. Yeah, I don't know if I'd ask you ever to cut my hair again. See? I'm not meaning that in a mean way or anything, I, but I celebrate that decision, Christy. I celebrate that decision. So I'm just trying to cut corners, save some money. But I, I, I needed I needed my haircut. I was done with it. I appreciate that. Um, I was trying to think of what is new with me. Actually, I spoke at church today, mm-hmm. and so um, did a great job. Thank you for that. I I uh, I felt like it went okay. We do two services at our church. One at nine and one at eleven, and so I, I spoke at both of those. Same, it's the same message. It's basically the same service. We just do it two times. Mm-hmm. So that was new. And so there was, you know, there spent a majority. Uh, that's not true. I spent a good bit of the last part of the week, from Wednesday on, getting ready for that. Um, I guess that's the majority. I guess that would be the majority. Uh, some of it, a lot of it just, was just thinking and praying, and and then there was a couple of days of, of actually writing um, and or typing stuff out and making outlines and those kind of things. So uh, so that, that was good, and I appreciated the opportunity uh, to be able to do that from our pastor. Uh, him trusted me to be able to do that, so I'm thankful for that. Um, I was trying to think if there was anything else new. I, I did not weigh in this week, Christy. I completely forgot about it. Um, so I don't know if I did good or I did bad. And I'm okay with that. I don't mind forgetting. You're the one that doesn't like for me to forget. I think if you stay consistent, though, on your way in every week, then you, you know to do better or stay at it or I agree keep at it. I don't disagree And with so, that. you know, I've been <laughs> my weight loss journey. I'm doing well. You are. You're doing but fantabulous. I, this seems like the more I walk, 
the less I lose. And I don't know if that has to do with muscle or, you know, I mean, I'm watching what I eat, but I feel like I'm, look like I'm losing in my clothes, but I don't well, feel like I'm losing on the scale. So. Right, but you went to the doctor today and they actually, yeah, or, fr- some, or not Friday. today, this, this week, and they actually gave you some really good news about. Well, about in general, the whole doctor's visit was good. It was. I, I but had, about your weight loss. She's surgery. a new doctor there where I go, and I loved her. I can't wait to see her again because she is not making me go every four months. She said she wanted to see me every six. So, hallelujah to Holly. Thank you for letting me not go every four, but every six. But she was looking back at my chart and had asked what, how everything was going. I told her I was on a little weight loss journey. So, she was looking back, and the highest weight that I ever was and the weight I was Friday I had lost 25 pounds by their charts. So that's just, just good to hear. She yeah. was very excited about that yeah, for me. So anyway. You're doing really good with that. People don't want to hear about that all the time, but because we do talk about our weight a lot. Well, but, part of, and some people want to hear life. about the journey. Yeah. So that's our little weight loss journey and for the week. Maybe you will inspire somebody. Maybe somebody I is. I might have inspired Holly. Yeah, I think so. I do. Holly is the doctor. Yeah, she is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you inspired her? I hope so. Well, good. Did did I tell you that the doctor told me when I went that she was jealous of my cholesterol? Yes. <laughs> uh, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, I was like, yo, you got to get with it, doc. <laughs> get get like your boy, healthy and fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I surprised her because I, I am honestly surprised mm-hmm. uh, that... Typically, my blood pressure is really good. My cholesterol is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, obviously, I'm a, I'm a big guy. Right. And um, so they expect your numbers and, to be one way and they're not. Yeah. And, and then they always retest it. So they're like, this surely isn't right. <laughs> and they'll go do it again. I mean, it's a good thing that you, it is. your numbers are great. for it. And I, think, I feel like the Lord's blessed me with it. But it is funny when I go to the doctor because they're like, wait a second. <laughs> There's something wrong here. Let's recheck that blood pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Because yours is really low considering. Yeah. Considering weight-wise, your your blood pressure is always great. Yeah. And she had told me, with my blood pressure medicine, if I ever checked it and it was low numbers, to lay off for a day or two. And I was like, listen, Holly, my blood pressure will never be that low. She's like, well, if it does, with you losing weight and stuff, I was like, listen, every time I've checked it, this right here, this range right we got right here, let's just keep it at it. Because, you know, mine was extremely high at one point of my life, so... Anyway, so, um, so going out of what's new and really into our, our main topic of conversation today, uh, it kind of ties in though. It kind of ties in. You and I actually had a conversation and in all honesty, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, very briefly on the podcast. Um, I posted a clip about it. But you and I were talking about what we were going to eat that like for dinner, right? And you always say, and maybe maybe people can relate to this, but here's how this conversation normally goes. I say, what do you want to eat? And you say, I don't care. So I will say, because I know that that is not true. I will pretty much eat anywhere. I don't love everywhere, but I will eat anywhere. That's not true. It is true. You say that, but that's not true. But 
So I say, where do you want to eat? And you say, I don't care. And because I know that's not true, I will start naming places that I know that you don't want to eat. You name the yucky places. And you know I'm going to say no. Number one, Taco Bell is not yucky. Mm. It is delicious. But I know you don't like it, so I name it first. And so that's wrong. Because I know that you care. You know I'm gonna you know I'm gonna say no to that. Okay. So yesterday, same thing. It happens unless you were cooking dinner. I'm about to say this conversation happens all the time. I'm about to say. I'll say why I'm this way when you're done. So I say, What do you want for dinner? I don't care. All right, so I start naming places. You don't like any of them. You don't like any of them. I said, well, tell me what Tell me what you want to get then. I name another place. You don't like it. Okay. Let's back up there. All right. You, this, is, this happened last night, folks. He asked me, what do you want to eat? I told him what I wanted to eat. Yeah. He's scrolling on his phone looking to see some places to eat. Maybe have them delivered because sometimes we do DoorDash because we like that. So I told him Little China. Okay. So to me, that's telling him that's what I want to eat. Couple minutes later, what do you want to eat? I thought I've already told him this, but I'm going to tell him again because maybe he didn't hear me while he was scrolling down the phone to find some place to eat. Little China. Or is there, and then I said this, guys, I said, or is there somewhere that you're looking that you want to eat? And then I'll just tell you something that I want from that place. And he was like, no, I'm just, I guess you're just set on Little China. He's like, well, Panda Express. I was like, no, Panda Express is not the same as Little China. But if there's somewhere else that you want to eat, I'll be happy to, to tell you something that I eat from there anywhere. But normally, he names the yucky places that he knows. What are the yucky places? Let's just put that out there so people understand what it is that you're saying is yucky. Because I don't think Taco Bell is yucky. Um, it is del- delicious and nutritious. No, it's not. Okay. And every now and then, I every now and then I will it eat. Is delicious. I will eat taco every now and then. And you have to agree with me. I will say. Do you want to do Taco Bell, especially if no one else is eating in the house? But Lily likes Taco Bell. Um, but I do say Taco Bell sometimes. And I do Very say rarely. I say Mexican sometimes on Sunday afternoons when we're tired and just mm. want to pick up something quick. That is my favorite um, when you say that. But normally you will name the places that I'll definitely be like, mm-mm. Like Taco Bell. So good. Burger King. I don't really care for Burger King. I do just say that to say that cookout. you care. Oh, I, I never choose cookout. Captain D's. I would choose Captain D's. I mean, Hardee's. I would choose Hardee's. For breakfast, we would. Mm, I like the... Then, you, then you'll start to get into Emma's restaurants that she always chooses, which is Zagsby's <laughs> and Chick-fil-A. So there's always those two, and he always knows I'm going to be like, no, I'm, unless we have to choose that. I don't... Yeah, I would never choose Zagsby's So, and the reason that I think I want you to choose something to eat if it's out, because I choose what to cook all week long. I cook all week, and I choose what we eat all week long. So, maybe I think on the weekend, I'm just like, you choose. You choose dinner. If I'm not having to cook it, 
just choose somewhere for us to eat and you just but make the decision. When I choose it, you don't like it. And because you really do care where we eat. So like yesterday, you wanted Little China, but you were saying before we ever got to that, you left out a whole part where I was saying, where do you want to eat? You said, I don't care. What do you want? I don't care. What do you want? There was a whole conversation <laughs> that happened before you get to that point. And so I was like, yo, if you got something you want, say it. Man, we're like the the notebook all over again. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I, I am familiar with that scene. I don't know. You don't I've watch ever, the notebook I've as much as I do. I've never watched the notebook. Thank goodness. We can't say what he says because he says a bad word in it, but. It's like, just tell me what you want. Yeah, that that's what I really want from you. That's not true because I told you Little China at least three times. And then I thought, well, maybe he doesn't want Little China. And Little China's going in one ear and out the other because uh, you're not saying you want it. Yeah. I think it was because you didn't want to go get it. Because then you asked me after you ordered it from the Little China lady, which is another whole <laughs> Just hilarious scenario situation. Yeah, you you definitely have to have the uh, the ability to understand what she says. What she's saying. It is not an easy task when you try to order because um, we love her to death. Though she, you said she remembered you the other day. Yeah, she's very nice. I have no idea what she says when she answers the phone though. No, or when she's taking the order. Yeah, no, <laughs> when she's reading it back, it's like. I think she got it. Yeah. I think she got it. But It's kind of like you order and then you cross your fingers and hope it all works out. Right, you hope that she got what you said. So, anyway. So, all right. So, that brings me to this, to this, that little interaction kind of brings us to the idea of being indecisive and decisive. And really, honestly, I think a lot of people struggle with indecisiveness and not being able to make decisions. Maybe it's not about restaurants. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Um, why do you think somebody would be indecisive? Like, like in your opinion, from what you know, what do you think? Like, say somebody's trying to, trying to decide about a job opportunity or a move or, um, you know, something with the kids, a decision for kids, or obviously there's any number of scenarios, but, in your opinion, what are some reasons that people could potentially be indecisive? I think it could be a fear of not pleasing everyone if it's a big decision for okay. everybody. Yeah. Because you don't want to upset anybody. If it's for a group of people and you have to make the decision for the group of people, I would be kind of nervous that I'd make the wrong decision. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think... I think it is a fear. I think definitely a fear is one thing. I think, and going back to kind of what you joked about yesterday, I mean, not yesterday, last week on last week's podcast about not knowing yourself. Um, I do think, I genuinely think that sometimes because people are not stable and they're not set in their mind on what they believe or what they want or, you know, what their morals are. Um, for whatever the reason is, I think sometimes people are indecisive because they don't really know what it is that they want to do or what they want for their life. Uh -huh. And so I think, I think that could be a reason. <laughs> I still think people should know themselves, but <laughs> I don't think that has anything to do with that, but okay. 
don't think it has anything to do with being oh, you don't. So you don't agree with what I'm saying? I mean, I know myself very well, but I can be very undecisive Okay. for other people. If All I'm, right. It just makes me nervous to have to make a decision for other people. I do. I think, too, I, I, in the sense of being fearful, I do think that sometimes wanting to please people or not wanting to disappoint someone, mm-hmm. um, being afraid of a person's response. So maybe there's a person that is a very um, opinionated person that's in our life and we are very, we've become very timid to their response and how they may uh, react if something gets out of place. And, and that's probably an unhealthy, that's probably a sign of an unhealthy situation or an unhealthy relationship if you're, if you're timid if you're that kind of timid around that kind of person, I think it's probably a sign that you're not in a, in a good, healthy relationship. Yeah. Um, but do well, you think decisiveness is important? Like, like, do you think it's important for someone to be decisive to, for it to be easy to make decisions? And then the other side of that question, Christy is when, when is it okay to teeter on a decision? I think it's important. I mean, you put me on the spot, so you're getting the getting the Christie today. I want the Christie response. I think it's important to make decisions, okay. especially if you're an adult. All right. There may be hard decisions that us as parents have to make yeah. for our children, and they may not like it. But I mean, it's important to make wise decisions and being wise about the decisions that you make. Now, there are some things you can be undecisive about, like. Do we paint the house or not paint the house? I mean, that can sit for weeks or months or years. I mean, we've lived in our house four years and hadn't painted a wall since we've been here. So we're not really decisive or indecisive on that. Well, I think that there is counting costs and then there's undecisiveness. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you're trying to make a decision, you do need to count the cost. I just dropped the microphone. So if you hear something funky, sorry about that. Um you need to count the cost. So like painting a wall, you know, you're, you're trying to make that decision. Is that the best option? Do we know what color well, I mean, that you... we want to make? How much is the paint going to cost? Can I afford the paint? Do we have the materials to do the paint? Should we hire somebody to do the paint? And so I think you're look checking through the options of a decision is not undecisiveness, but once you have all everything settled, where undecisiveness would kick in is when you are at a place where you're like, well, I still don't know if I want to paint the wall. Should I paint the wall? I know I can afford it or I can't afford it. I know what color I want or, you know, you've got all the, the decisions made and you're just back and forth. You don't want to pull the trigger on a decision. And obviously painting a wall is a very small decision. All right. That's just an example. That's like just it. an example. But I think it's like it's um, metaphorically for the sense of like, you know, having a tough conversation or, uh, you know, addressing a problem that's happening in in your life or uh, stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something new. Well, I guess I mentioned changing the wall color and undecisive because it would require change, something different. Oh, well, I'm about to change the wall and then if you don't like change very often, then it's going to like, oh, maybe I don't want to change the wall. So yeah. undecisiveness comes from my standpoint, as not changing a whole lot. Yeah. And obviously, we're not talking about what restaurant to choose. Right. And we're not talking about... And it's just a whole... I mean, it could be a whole bunch of things. Wall color. 
But we are talking, you know, we could potentially be talking about to about, about bigger things, bigger decisions. Should you sell your house? Mm-hmm. Should you change your job? Um, should you now, if somebody's sitting there listening, they're thinking, should I leave my spouse? Let me just say this. The answer is no. Like I don't, that's not the option. You need to get some, some help. You need to have some conversations. You need to be able to, if you can't have the conversation by yourself, you need to find someone that can mediate that conversation. But, um, unless it is an abusive relationship, my answer to that is, uh, is no. Um, I think you need to, you need to stay and, and work that out. So, and I say that, but again, there's so many scenarios, there's so many situations that are involved in making that decision, um, and really any decision. And so, uh, being, being decisive, I think is important, but I do think, I do think it is okay to make slow decisions at times. Mm Mm-hmm. I think people can be too decisive and you could be on the other side. So you got one side where you're completely undecisive, but then you're you're too decisive where you're not getting facts, you're not getting all of the details, you're not counting the costs and you're just you're just throwing any color, so to speak, up on the wall and then you realize, you know what? I don't really like that decision. Mm-hmm. And so then you got to go back and change it all again. And so I think there there needs to be balance in that. In in undecisiveness, being having the ability, the courage to make a decision, but then also being able to be slow enough to count the cost and weigh out what will be the best decision um, for me, for my family. What is it that God wants? What is it that I think that God wants for me? What is what is His opinion about this? Because the truth is, I believe that God has an opinion about every decision mm-hmm. that we make, and He should be consulted in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have an, I have an article, Okay, you know, that I do, we like articles, we like articles. <laughs> this article is actually very interesting. It doesn't have 25 facts, not 25 it? facts. If it does, let's just keep it to 10. No, this is only five. Oh, okay. Only five. Yay. And it says this, how to be more decisive. And it's from a, a website called Masterclass. So this isn't just, this isn't just a fly by night. This is a master class on being decisive. Five tips for improving decisiveness. All right. So I'm going to read them to you. You tell me, you tell me what you think. Okay. Number one, if you want to improve being more decisive, you should practice making smaller decisions more quickly. So not big decisions, but just small things more quickly, like where to eat. (laughs) Um, that's you know, gonna be tough for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this would be a good place for you to start specifically is where to eat. You can take that advice too. I can take that advice. Mm-hmm. You're throwing it back on me mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I need to choose where to eat. All right, so you should be able to have right, to choose so where to eat. It shouldn't always land on me. I do think that there is going back to fear, and probably if I reflect any type of undecisiveness. Uh, I don't want it to be like, well, you always choose and get what you want because we've had that conversation before too. You always decide where we eat. We've you, you and I had that conversation. Uh, yeah. Well then no, because that's not true. You always ask me where to eat. I know because you want me to decide. I want you to decide. Well, sometimes I want you to and decide. And sometimes I don't want to be responsible. That's why we're having this podcast is because we don't know where to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Exactly. Um, so, all right, practice making smaller decisions more quickly. That's number one. Number two, take small steps outside of your comfort zone. I think sometimes people are undecisive because they don't want to try new things. They're uncomfortable. They don't want to. Um, they don't want to take big leaps. And so, well, I mean, I've always heard taking small steps and out of your comfort zone helps you grow. Wherever, whatever you're doing, but I don't like to step out of my comfort zone too much. Yeah. But I mean, it's probably a good good advice for somebody. But not for you. I step out of my comfort zone. Do you? Yeah. What What have you done recently that steps you out of your comfort zone? I go to the doctor by myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I do grown up things. I'm a grown up. I know I'm a grown up. You do grown up things. I do grown up things, but I still get scared about it. That's coming out of my comfort zone. Okay. I'm I'm a grown up, but I still get nervous about doing grown up things. Okay. Answering the phone to people I don't know. You just learned how to use Amazon the other day. That's a grown up thing. I don't do that <laughs> very often. Uh, so. You are you do know how to sling around that Target app, though. Grown-up things. Something that's out of my comfort zone. When the principal called me the other week about Emma, I thought she would call you. But when the school called me, I took the initiative and I did a grown-up thing. I mean, I, talking to people on the phone, people, makes me very nervous. Yeah. But I did it. And so that helped me grow. Okay. Um. So, yeah, that's stepping out of my comfort I know you're laughing at me and you think that sounds silly, but. Some grown-up things scare the scare me to death. Yeah, but I I do it when I have to. Yeah, no, I get that. You know, I think it is so answering the phone, that kind of stuff. It is it is humorous to me. Driving, I hate driving, <laughs> yeah. but put my big girl pants on and I drive. I know people drive every day. I get it. Yeah, but I don't like to drive. Yeah, so. there's somebody that's listening to this podcast right now that can't believe that you just said you don't like to drive. I don't. So when Lily got her license, I was so thankful that she could drive me around places. My sister picked me up the other day to take me to the doctor, and she called me driving Miss Daisy because she was driving me around everywhere. But I was so thankful I had a great doctor's appointment. Blood pressure was down and everything because I think I didn't have to drive myself, and my anxiety would go up to drive to get to where I had to go. So oh, anyway, that's big steps for okay. me. Okay, all right. So, I, so you find it, it humorous. No, I see no, you I'm, laughing at me about I'm it. Not, but. I'm not laughing. I do think... Um, I do. Th- I am interested to hear people's. Uh, I am interested to hear people's feedback. On being a grown up. On being a grown up. That's going to be funny. Because in my eyes, I know I'm a grown up, but yeah. I feel like I'm still that little kid that doesn't want to take care of some things. You know. Yeah. Just, that's maybe why I'm undecisive in some things. Okay. All right. Uh, number three. Try different decision making models. So, I mean, if you gave me decision-making models, I might choose. Yeah, I, one. I mean, if you've got some, throw them my way. I and mean, I think you know, I think decision-making models would be like you could draw names out of a hat. I mean, you oh could, my gosh, yeah, like, you could like draw the decisions. little toy spinner with all the restaurants on you it. Could, We're gonna do that. You could do that. Like we could, we could do that. Spin it on the computer. We could do that. Then we're gonna argue with it because we're not gonna like what it lands on. That's true. Yep. Um, you could you could make lists about 
you know what's what's good and what's bad. I, we've done that before. We made lists before, so that's a. That's we normally make model. decisions based on the pros and the cons of doing stuff before we actually do yeah, them. Big decisions that we've made in our life. We, I, have, we do that. We have done that. Check before. that off. That's great. Yeah, we mm-hmm. have done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think other other models are that you could obviously you could ask the opinion of other people. What do they think? That's you, a tough one. Are you coming up on this on the fly? Yeah. That's so good of you. Yeah, you like that? You know the models before I even know them. (laughs) Well, I'm just thinking about different ways that you make decisions. That's just great. You can just pull things out of a hat. Mm -hmm. You can logically think through what's good. You can get the opinions of other people. I I think opinions are good. The challenge with getting somebody's opinion is this. Number one, um, just because it's somebody's opinion doesn't make it right. And just because it's right for them doesn't make it right for you. And then the other challenge that I think people have is when you get somebody else's opinion, some people, this isn't everybody, but some people feel the pressure that because they've got someone's opinion, they feel the pressure if they want to go against that person's opinion. So like, especially if it's a spouse or something like that, if you end up going against that person's opinion, not that you shouldn't get opinions, and I think I think perspective is important. I think there's value in perspective, but sometimes people struggle with getting an opinion and then, okay, I don't think that's necessarily the right opinion, and so I'm going to do something else, and then that person gets mad because you didn't do their opinion. Like you think, you know, like it, as if it almost, the person that you got the advice from feels devalued because you didn't value what they said enough to do it so so there is some there are some danger some uh some yellow flags so to speak that you have to get when you when you get someone's opinion um all right number four is we just said this gather feedback so want to gather feedback what is count the cost what's the what's you know what is the pros and the cons what's the good and the bad what is what could go great what could go wrong what's best case scenario what's worst case scenario mm-hmm. play them all out mm-hmm. and see what's going to uh what's going to work um do you find yourself doing that a lot when i have to make decisions yeah you you are good at i like to make lists yeah you are good at uh breaking down the pros and cons you are yeah, good at that yeah i like to do that yeah and then number 5 is um be confident which seems like a really crappy number five be confident be confident in the decision that you make in the decision that you make is that what that says that's what it says i should i could have wrote that you really could uh i think that's important is once you've made a decision go with the decision that's actually a leadership principle that is really true is you know, if you're back and forth on a decision, make a decision. The worst decision that you can make is no decision at all. Well, I'll just say this, talking about decisions. We learned it from Dave Ramsey, and I teach it to Emma all the time. When Emma makes a little bit of money, this has nothing to do with, I guess it is something to do with something, decision making. She'll want to buy something, and I think that it is just the silliest purchase that she would ever make. And so I'll say, well, listen, before you buy it, let's walk out of the store, get in the car, think about it. And if you're still thinking about buying it, then you can make the decision about it. Because it is her money. 
But sometimes you have to throw out that little nugget of wisdom to just walk away from whatever it is you want or whatever decision you're going to make. Walk away from it, look back at it, and then make the decision on anything. Purchases, decisions, ideas, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't think that has anything to do with what we're talking about, though. Making decisions. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was teaching her decisions. No, I think that is a. I think that is a. A wise decision from her mom. That is a way to make a decision. Is is you don't have to make that decision right there. Somebody, somebody out there is wanting to make a purchase. And they need to walk they away. They just they just heard me talk about it, and they're it's for somebody out there. I agree. They need to make it, but once they make the decision. Be confident. The worst decision that you can make is no decision <laughs> at all. Right. So whatever it is you decide, go with it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you've counted the cost. You've you've looked at it from every angle that you can. Go with it. And don't look back. Just keep on going. Just keep on moving forward. Because a decision needed to be made. You made it. Uh, you Other people have their opinions about it. But you just keep on going and um, be confident with the decision you made. And then I think the article lied because there's actually a number six. I think they misprinted the article. And number six is narrow down your options. So narrow down your options. Um, and I think we already kind of talked about that. If you've, got a, if you've got a lot of things to choose from, what are the top three? What are the top five? What are the, what are, what's one and two that you could choose from? And then make your decision from there. That's good. Yeah. So, do you like this list? Are you happy with this list? We had to have a list, so it's good to have a list. Oh, okay. So, you're just happy that it's a list, just, not necessarily that, that list. Just talking about being undecisive. Look at my socks. I got candy corn on. Okay. Candy corn. Then I couldn't decide, so I put on... Is that Christmas? My Christmas socks. Okay. So I'm very undecisive about this whole seasonal thing. I'm, I'm wearing my, if anybody can see it, I'd rather be watching Hallmark movies t-shirt. I've got candy corn socks, yeah. present socks, well, you know. You're out there. I'm very undecisive about the seasons. About I'm ready to put them all up at one time. You just, want to combine all of the seasons together. Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas all together. You just want to, what would you Pumpkins, call that? turkeys, and Santas, all of them. <laughs> All right, there'd be some people that would think that was sacrilegious. Who cares? It's, I'm making a decision. I don't care what other uh, people shout say. Shout out, heard that, girl. Yeah. Hey, listen, what would you call if you had if you had the ability? They come to you and say, Christy, we love your idea. We want to combine Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas all together. What would you call that? Holla, thanksmas. <laughs> Not bad. Choo-choo, right off the fly. That's, that's <laughs> not bad, bro. That's pretty good, actually. Holla Thanksmas. Thanksmas, is that right? Holla yeah. Thanksmas? Yeah. And I it didn't even it. like Halloween like evil. It's like, hallelujah, Thanksmas. <laughs> it didn't even like a bad Halloween. <laughs> holla uh, Thanksmas right there. So Hey, holla Thanksmas. Hey, I want to wish everybody a holla Thanksmas <laughs> as we move into that season. It's hard to believe it's already the end of September getting ready to go into October. Yeah, tree's about to go up. Oh, my gosh. I feel it. No, we don't even want to talk about that yet. <laughs> well, guys, that's all we got for you today. Uh, man, hopefully you have uh, enjoyed the the conversation today it's been and, fun uh, maybe there's something that you are have been indecisive about maybe uh you are encouraged maybe we've given you some insight maybe we've confused the mess out of you um, or entertained you 
Maybe we've just entertained you. For your 50 minutes. 50 minutes of... Entertainment. Non-stop fun. Non-stop action. No computer issues this week? No, we've had no technical issues, so that's a good thing. I do giggle at ourselves with the whole camera situation because... Guys, y'all don't realize it, but the first couple times we did the camera, it was real foggy. And Chris would... Man, he worked hard on it. He would. He did. You call somebody um, to try to fix it. I Ganker. I I did talk with Ganker about it, Listen, and he was trying to help me figure I mean, some stuff out. It was a whole logical, like tech technical thing. We were cutting lights on, lights off, and then last week, Chris said, "Christy, could you take the camera and just wipe it off?" <laughs> and it was smudgy it was all smudgy and ever since the simple little question i mean look how clear the camera is yeah no you look great um but we were gonna go buy this camera because it's like i need a camera like you have because yeah. i'm very blurry but i will say your camera looks better in natural light my camera looks better with in the, game, the lights in gaming light yeah so that, that that has nothing to that. do with anything but i was just gonna say the camera looks so much better and it was just smudges on your camera. Yeah. I just thought it was funny to, to throw out there. Yeah. So. so, anywho. All right, guys. Well, hey, listen. Thank you again so much for being here. A couple things really quick before we jump out. First one is this. Uh, whatever platform that you're listening, whether it's Spotify, um, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or one of the other places, uh, to stay up to date with all of our content, go ahead and hit the sub- subscribe button. Uh, let's let you know whenever we have a new podcast, it'll pop up. We generally post those on Monday mornings, and so you could you could be aware of when we are going to be uh, having new episodes. Also, we'd love for you to leave a comment, leave a rating if it allows you to do so. It does help us out when you do that. Um, finally. Man, we'd love to hear back from you. If you have any questions, maybe there's something you want to comment about what we talked about. Maybe you have a suggestion of a topic that you'd love for us to cover. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. You can find me at Chris Lots on Instagram. You can find Christy at Christy Lots on Instagram and uh, shoot us a message and we'd love love to hear back from you. Okay? Well, guys, that's all we got for you. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. And uh, from Christy and I, we want to wish you a very merry holla thanks, miss. Holla thanks, miss. There you go. Hey, guys, y'all have a great one. We'll see you next time.